Hello and welcome to another episode of Pump the Brakes. I'm the host, Eric Evans. Today's episode, I have a special announcement. I'm going to break down a little bit of week 11 in the NFL, explain to you how I am the worst gambler on the face of the earth, and we will end the show with a mailbag. Don't forget, please, please, please subscribe, rate, review to the podcast. You can do so on Spotify, iTunes, um, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash pump the brakes, please. There's 41 subscribers. We need a thousand. I don't know how that's going to happen, but we need a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So please, when I post something, repost something, just, you know, a, a simple like, a simple share. It takes 30 seconds to do this, and it means the world. Um, first, I want to explain to you how I'm the worst gambler on the planet. My pick five yesterday went a solid one and four. The Vikings got their shit kicked in. Now, I've lost many of bets where in it makes sense why I bet what I bet. Eight and one team, home dog. You try and bet home dogs anyway. I did not believe the Cowboys were as good as they looked yesterday. They looked unbelievable. I haven't been that wrong in a bet, maybe ever. That game was never close. I cannot believe how horrible the Vikings looked. And they've been wanting all this damn respect for being 8-1. Well, again, it wasn't a primetime game, but that's a, the nationally televised game. And Kirk Cousins shit the bed. The Vikings offense was fucking horrible. And I guess I was wrong on the Cowboys because they looked incredible. I, You guys know how much I love Tony Pollard. He is so explosive. I said on yesterday's show that he might literally be my favorite player in the NFL. Um, I love watching that dude run the football or even catch the football. And if it wasn't for Tony Pollard, I would have lost so much more money. Um, but those did hit. They were my favorite bets on the board. But everything else, Rams, granted, they probably weren't going to win that game. But obviously, when Stafford went out, that was over. The Eagles didn't look great. They did gut it out. They did win the game, obviously, but six and a half. Was never really in play. The Buffalo-Cleveland game, under 50 and a half. That last Donovan Peoples-Jones touchdown, that was just a killer. But we were right on Carolina-Baltimore under. That's good. A.J. Brown had like 40 yards in the first fucking drive of the game. He didn't get 70 and a half. Andrews did get 40 and a half. 49 and a half. I did need that. I should retire from the pick five, if we're just being honest. I should just retire from it. But I'm so bad at it, and I just endorsed the free fades mentality that I'm going to keep doing it. And you just have to fade me. And 
you will win money. If just fade my picks and you will win money. It is just I'm pretty damn good at player props. And maybe I'll just do the pick five so you guys can fade me and I'm just gonna bet player props. That's it. That's what we're gonna do. So bad. So bad. Um with saying that, I love the Niners minus ten tonight. I'll probably buy it down to nine and a half just because you don't want that that number. Um, if Kyler doesn't play, I know this podcast is pro Colt McCoy, but surely on a neutral field, the Niners, who I think are going to win the Super Bowl, can beat the Colt McCoy-led Arizona Cardinals. So with that, gambling sucks. I'm going to do one little quick hitter from pretty much each game, and we will get to the mailbag. All right, again, Dallas, Minnesota. I want to start there just because I just need another Tony Pollard endorsement. I know he couldn't punch it in from the goal line a couple times, and Zeke got the touchdowns, but there's no doubt. Like, Tony Pollard is a star in the NFL. He is so good. So explosive, and the difference between watching Ezekiel Elliott run the football and Tony Pollard run the football, literally night and day. Uh, We have a couple ugly wins. Again, Eagles, Ravens, they did not look good. Um, Offenses were both shaky, to to say the least. Um, You would have expected... Both teams to probably win by at least a touchdown. But in the NFL, an ugly win is still a win. And you will take it every fucking day. And speaking of ugly wins, this one, not necessarily ugly, but some of them have been. Um, Taylor Heineke stinks. But the commanders keep winning when he plays quarterback. And because of that, they are going to let it roll. Um, he's four and one. They have beaten Green Bay, who we don't think is very good. The Colts, who we don't think is very good. Houston, who we know is not very good. And the big win on Monday night against the Eagles. Lone loss, the Vikings. Probably should lose that game. So that's fine. He is not the reason they are winning. I think we all know that. But he just gives that offense some spark. And he's been doing it for years now. There's just something about when Taylor Heineke comes in, everybody's morale goes up. And I know everybody wants him to be good because everybody hates Carson Wentz. And Wentz was 2-4 and as the starter, only beating the Bears and the Jaguars, who, again, we don't think are very good. The four losses, Tennessee, good team. Dallas, who I didn't think was very good, but clearly I'm wrong on that with the ass whipping they just gave the Vikings. The Eagles, very good team. And then the Lions. Say what you want. I'm just going to let you know right now, Taylor Heineke, regardless of the spark that he provides, he stinks. However, you know who he's not as bad as? Zach Wilson. The Jets have to move on. And they have to do it now. 
I said a couple weeks ago they should just start Joe Flacco. That was kind of tongue-in-cheek at the time. But man, I was wrong on Zach Wilson. He is he is by far the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. He might be the worst starting position player in the NFL. He doesn't do anything well right now. Nothing. And you can't blame it on the talent because they've provided a plethora of talent around him. I know Brees Hall injury obviously affects you know, the entire offense as he was their best player. But they drafted Garrett Wilson in the first round. They have Elijah Moore from last year. Michael Carter, who's still a good player. And they can't do anything. And if he's not the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, then my God, it might be Russell Wilson. That team is donezo. Russell Wilson might literally have the worst contract in professional sports. Now, good for him. Make your money, dude. I'm all for it. He is horrible. Here's just some of the stats for Russell Wilson. He has seven touchdown passes on 301 attempts. That is two more passing touchdowns than Joe Flacco, who hasn't stepped on a football field in two months. He only has one more touchdown pass in about 100 more attempts than Baker Mayfield, who we all think stinks. He has three less touchdown passes than Carson Wentz on 70 more attempts. And Carson Wentz is somebody that you all think stinks. He has two more touchdown passes than Bailey Zappi, who played for four games. And has come in relief in games. Like, this is not good. This might be one of the worst statistical seasons, maybe ever, by a quarterback. And if it weren't for Zach Wilson, he would probably be the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. I'm starting a petition to remove the P out of Pat Mahomes and replace the P with G.O. And he's going to be Goat Mahomes because there was never a doubt when they got the ball in that last possession that they weren't scoring a touchdown. Ham said in our text thread, the scariest thing in football right now is having a lead and Patrick Mahomes having the ball with a minute 30 left. It's becoming... Brady and Rodgers-esque. Like, you just know they're going down there and going to score. You can't stop them. Hashtag Goat Mahomes. Today's episode is brought to you by the premier clothing brand choice for any outdoor enthusiast, Backroads Apparel. Whether you chase the migration, live life at full draw, or just enjoy going to the camp to crack cold ones with friends and family, Backroads has a design that fits your lifestyle. Represent the brand that prides themselves on being authentic and original. Head over to BackroadsApparel.com and grab your gear today. Be sure to use promo code PTB during checkout to receive 10% off of your entire order. Again, that's BackroadsApparel.com, promo code PTB. All right, we do have a little bit of an announcement. We have finally gotten a guest to agree to come on, which he's obviously agreed to do this a long time ago, but I finally have 
enough confidence in myself to finally get this thing on the road. We are having former Major League Baseball player and former Rays catcher Mike DeFelice coming on the podcast. Um, This upcoming week, we're probably going to try and record something. Uh, We're going to go golfing and just bullshit around. And I believe next Monday, he will will be live on the podcast. Um, I don't know if we're actually going to do a live show, uh, but maybe that'd be something cool to do, have you guys be able to interact. But uh, really excited to do this. Um, we've been talking about doing it for probably like two years now. Um, he actually came up to me and said, hey, man, like, let's let's get this thing going. So that's pretty exciting stuff. I actually just had lunch with his former teammate, Aaron Ledesma, um, a couple days ago. So while we were on this little week hiatus, uh, we did get some shit accomplished for the podcast. So once I have more details on that, you guys will obviously know right away. But look for the next week. Thanksgiving might make it a little tricky, so it might be two weeks. But yeah, I'm really excited to have Mike on the pod. That's going to be really awesome and and just from the little bit that I know about him and the conversations we've had at the bar like we're gonna have some stories like that's gonna be hopefully the podcast that blows this thing up I'm, I'm really looking forward to it all right let's do the mailbag now let's go all right this question is from John and he asked me at the bar last night if the Vikings ruined my gambling career and the answer is yes they did but I'm going to give it one more world tonight Niners minus the points I will buy it down a little bit just so everybody knows and if that doesn't hit I will be retired forever this question is from Evan this is kind of a long one but I I like it he did send this in last week, so it, we might have a little difference of opinion now. I think two really interesting storylines that really got emphasized last week from the two best teams in the NFL. Dallas can't handle speed in the secondary if they aren't winning at the point of attack, which is probably fair to say about most teams for the record. Um, they always get smoked in the back half. It happened a few times where you could chalk it up to talent But you just got roasted by Christian Watson. This is when the Packers came back and beat them. And that's way different. So against teams like the Chiefs and the Dolphins, if they meet in a potential Super Bowl, they feel doomed. Um, Most secondaries are going to be doomed facing those two teams right now. So to just specifically point Dallas out, I get because they played your Packers. I totally understand why you brought it up. But a lot of secondaries are going to struggle against the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Um, He goes on to say, Second, the Bills don't have a stable enough run game or even look confident enough to run it to put games away. They can't develop a lead and control the clock, which leaves teams too many opportunities to get back in the game. We saw this yesterday. Now, granted, they did win the game, but you would have liked to see... The game shouldn't have been as close as the score might indicate um yeah no i i agree with both things um i don't think although they looked awesome yesterday 
I don't think the Cowboys, especially the secondary, um, is the reason why their defense is as good as they are. We know their front seven is awesome. They probably have, I think, the second best player probably in the NFL in Michael Parsons. Um, and obviously, the more he affects the game, the easier the secondary's job is. Um, and yeah, the Bills need a running game. They need to address it. Um, Singletary is good. You know, we like him. But that's not the guy that's, you know, running the clock out to end the game. Uh, I would have liked to see them do something besides trade for Naeem Hines at the deadline and and really get get a plower. But, you know, with Josh Allen, they really just use him in that role, essentially. This question is from Zach, and he wants to know if I have any Thanksgiving traditions. Um, no, I usually just drink a lot and watch football and shove my face with food the best food thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday honestly there's nothing better of course as like a kid halloween you know christmas obviously but once you get once you get past those present stages and stuff man just eat and drink and watch football all day i am gonna try and golf this year i think I think a lot of people do that. Golf in the morning before all the games start. So we're, I guess we will, uh, we'll try that as a tradition from here on out. Golf in the morning, football, drink all day. I can't wait. I can't wait. And this last question is from Kyle, and he wants to know what the most surprising thing I've seen in the NBA is thus far. And, my God, it has to – well, it has to be the Utah Jazz. That the tanking Utah Jazz, who in the offseason traded Donovan Mitchell, traded Rudy Gobert, and they have the best record in the Western Conference. That's either remarkably impressive or incredibly stupid. I don't I don't know what their plan is now, but my god, they just keep winning basketball games. It's unbelievable. But what Shea Gilgis Alexander is doing right now for Oklahoma City, if you haven't been paying attention, go look at his stat line. He has been unbelievable this year, and I'm very, very glad that he is on my fantasy basketball team. That is going to do it for this little episode of Pump the Brakes. Again, please subscribe, rate, review. We're probably going to do something like if we get to 100 YouTube subscribers by like we'll say the end of the year, we'll we'll do something. I'll collaborate with some of the guys and see what we can do. Um, that's all. And everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. We probably won't be recording Thursday. Um, but we'll try and do something over the weekend. Another broadcast probably before football. So you guys know what to fade. Peace out.